Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Hey guys, Rosie here. I just want to say I am so grateful that you're listening. We are just getting a massive amount of response on this podcast, and I am so grateful that you're a part of this radically loved community, that you're enjoying the content and that you're enjoying all the guests and that you're still here and you're still working on yourself and your journey and your path. And I pray that you've received some tools listening to the guests or listening to any of my ideas or topics on meditation or yoga and how these tools can help you create a life of purpose to continue to help us give you the best content, you can subscribe to this podcast. And most of the time you can just do it from your phone, from iTunes, click subscribe and write a review. This really helps us continue this path and this journey. And we love doing it so much. And again, I'm so grateful that you're here. Let us know what you thought. Thanks for listening. Hello, 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 everyone. Um, <laughs> uh, I have a, a pretty serious topic to talk about today. I want to talk about breakups, hope, and the ability to let things go. I am dedicating this particular podcast to someone extremely special in my life and She's somebody I've known for over 14 years, and uh, she has been one of my biggest supporters in my endeavors and in my career and in my life, and has also been a very dedicated student and client, and I I really do uh, love her dearly. And it, and it just so happens that we are in a time right now where it seems like there's a, a lot of uh, heartbreak going on. And, and I, I thought that I would talk about this, uh, for this particular, uh, episode, um, more in regard to our attachment, uh, or terminating an attachment. And, and we all know, uh, for, for most people, whenever we let go of, of a love in our life, it, it can be a extremely painful experience, um, in fact, almost, I would say, one of the most painful experiences we, we go through as humans. If I ask you to think back, you can likely tell me about each breakup you've endured and how it helped shape your life. Even years and years later, these, these memories still provoke emotions about the, the experience. And for some of us, it could be a very traumatic experience. And the re- reality is that uh, breakups are counterintuitive 
right? They're, they're counterintuitive to our nature and human beings are wired for connection and belonging. So this kind of has brought me in the last couple weeks to really dive into this topic in, in a way that's, uh, that that feels a little bit more helpful because I, I wanted to understand why we go through these things, you know, and, and I've studied with the Buddhists and the Tantrics and, and uh, you know, teachers of all kinds and psychotherapists. And it, it's just interesting how we all kind of deal with, with these situations in our own way. But I, I was reading a article in in psychology today and there have been several recent studies that have revealed that we experience emotional pain especially that of a breakup much like physical pain and they did these these MRI tests that show regardless of whether you step on a nail or if you go through a breakup or are criticized by a loved one the same pain receptors in the brain are activated meaning the brain processes emotional pain in the same way it does physical pain so personally I think that sometimes our emotional pain can be even more excruciating than our physical pain because people can't see it and they do not understand it and they don't know how we feel. And so this lack of understanding leaves people feeling even more isolated and alone, right? So in in a discussion I was having um, this week, I, I realized that there's one in particular, um, there's this sort of a mechanism that, that we go through. So your instinctual and emotional brain tells you to run back into that person's arms where you will be safe. Meanwhile, your rational brain lists all the reasons why going back wouldn't fix the problems in the relationship. And it reminds you why you broke up in the first place. So one particularly unhelpful strategy uh, that we or, or our brains or our subconscious use to cope when going through a breakup uh, is called uh, hope finding. So this hope finding is a thought, uh, it's a thought trap or um, a way of thinking that keeps us stuck in this like limbo state. It keeps looking for signs, words, and interactions to convince you your brain, that there is hope for the relationship. This is even after you've broken up with the person. So how many, <laughs> how many, how many of you out there can relate to this? Because I know I can. Uh, it's a way of coping, a way of holding on to the person or to the relationship. And this may sound appealing, but in the long run, it, it keeps you from moving on and it, it keeps you stuck. Hope finding magnifies all the positive interactions with the person and it minimizes all the negative ones. For example, your ex may act distant towards you and push you away throughout most of the day or week, but have a moment where they crumble and they express that they miss you or they send you a text. Hope finding overlooks all of the cues and signs that they are distracting themselves and moving on and instead focuses on the entire time that they express missing you. And this gets taken as hope, right? It's like you cannot hear from your ex for weeks and weeks and all of a sudden you get the text, the I miss you test, text and you start hope finding. You start to, to think about all the ways um, that it's presenting itself um, 
And it can also, hope finding can, can also present itself in, in two other forms. So believing that the person is the one or your soulmate and believing that the universe has, has called us to be with this person. So this type of thinking causes us to look for hopeful interactions and prevents us from taking a realistic look at the relationship or the situation. So these variations of hope finding are thought traps that keep us stuck and prevent us from letting go. When we feel a person is the one or that the universe brought them into our lives, we tend to shut down our, our critical thinking <laughs> and we cling on to those hopeful moments, right? The, the, the moments that you start to conjure up from your, from your memory. Learning to let go in these cases can be especially hard. Uh, and, and I think more in the terms of, you know, getting those, those, my, those, those thoughts out of your mind. Uh, with some critical thinking and the right coping strategies, you can learn to let go and to continue to search for uh, if there is a Mr. or Mrs. Right. Um, we all hope find. Our brains are, are wired to, to try to reconnect with the person we, are, uh, we were in a relationship with. So, But if we are breaking up with someone, it is often for good reason. And hope finding will only keep you stuck. It'll keep you from moving on and it'll keep you from meeting the person you could spend the rest of your life with. So here are some ways that can help put uh, an end to this unhelpful coping mechanism so that you may carry on with your life. I think w one of the greatest ones I found was to take a realistic inventory of your interactions. So it's like making a list. For every hopeful interaction that your ex gives you, there are 10 other realistic interactions. You need to get in the habit of taking realistic inventory of your interactions each day or week. Sure, uh, your ex may have opened up to you once this week and it really expressed how he or she was feeling, uh, but how many other times did this exact person ignore your calls? ignore your text or not text you or was spotted with another person. In order to find closure, you have to read between the lines and take a realistic inventory of the interactions the two of you share. The second thing is to make a list of the legitimate reasons you broke up to begin with. When you find yourself getting sucked in by all the amazing memories that the two of you shared and how kind he was or she was to you today, you need a breakup list to ground you back to reality. <laughs> I say this because it's definitely something that I had to do in the past and it, it, it really worked. This list should include all of the very legitimate reasons the two of you broke up. For example, uh, we always argued about uh, not spending enough time together or never feeling like I could be myself or feeling like you didn't validate me in our relationship or, you know, whatever it may be. Other examples can include the inability to communicate or talking about feelings or emotions seriously or them not being at the emotional uh, level that you are. It, it, there are endless reasons why we may not make a good fit with another person. And when we start to get carried away thinking about the good old days, we need a, a little reality check. So if, if, if this is you, if this is something that you're going through right now, do this now. 
allow yourself to be grounded. It's okay to have the emotions that you're feeling. It's okay. No one's saying that, that again, it's like the pain is the pain is the pain, but really allow yourself to get grounded. So the, the last thing I'm going to say is, is to limit, (laughs) limit your time to overthink. If you're sitting around fixated on your ex, chances are that you have too much time on your hands. I'll be the first one to tell you that. You need to resume your everyday life. Get involved in uh, some old passion, a hobby, make plans with your friends, go to a yoga class, go to a spin class, go on a hike, go on a road trip. Try not to devote too much time to overthinking your most recent conversation or past interactions as it will only drive you crazy and never result in getting the answers that you feel you need. Make a conscious effort to do things you enjoy. So if you're going through this, if you're going through this really hard time, join the club. It's definitely something that, that I've experienced in the past. And it's, it's definitely something that I've been there for, for people that have gone through or that are going through, people close to me. And so just know that there are several others out there who wonder why they have not been able to move on or why they weren't the one or why they feel it was their fault, etc. So knowing when it's time to really let those, let those things go is, is super helpful. It's also helpful to know that it is in our human nature and even wired in our brains to seek reconciliation, Like that's just part of us. So don't feel bad because you want to reconcile with someone. And you know what? There's people out there who may in fact reconcile with their partner and they may have an even better relationship than they did before they broke up. But is that hope finding? I have no idea. I think that it's important for us to take stock and to really take some time to do some serious self-appraisal. We can learn to override the unhelpful coping mechanism that I spoke about and power through the breakup process so that we can all move on. Um, I once read this quote uh, that, that said, let go or be dragged. Being dragged is one of the most heartbreaking feelings, but you are making a choice to hold on. So choose to empower yourself. Uh, another great quote, I've heard, uh, I think Mandy Hale said, letting go doesn't mean you stop caring. It means you stop trying to force others to. Deep breath. (laughs) Take a deep, deep breath. Exhale everything out. And know that at least for us and our radically loved community, we are here. We're here to support each other. And most importantly, we're here to support you. Thank you so much for listening.